Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. You rub your meat? (laughs) Yes, it had a happy ending, Kevin. All right, here we go. Best Threesome Ever, episode 84. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And here we are again for another fun, exciting, action-packed episode. A lot of nerds. Stuff to get out of our systems and all the action your mother warned you about. What? Huh? I don't know. Sounds like a bad '80s commercial. That was the point. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, uh, how are you guys? You guys doing good? Doing well? Doing sure. fine? Yeah, good. Doing pretty shitty, Bob. <laughs> doing pretty shitty. Thanks. Anyways, uh. No, I don't think so, Tim. Where do I? Where is going to go somewhere with this? I don't know where I was going with that. Vintage. So, this is great. So I had a discussion with Austin uh, about something. I want to see what you guys think about this. It was about Endgame and about Captain America and the the timeline. So he brought to my attention. This is the third podcast in a row we're talking about this movie. I, this right. movie will never die. No. Uh, I, I just want to make it. I just want to make this real quick and just see what you guys think. Sure. So he brought up the point that so when Cap time traveled back he changed something and that he lived an alternate timeline so all the things that had happened might not have happened in his alternate timeline including like kissing his second cousin all that other stuff but he might have prevented 9-11 anyway there was just his point was is that there might be an altered timeline and that he had enough juice because he had to snap back to Reality. That. Oh, there goes, there goes gravity. gravity. Oh, there, there goes, goes gravity. gravity. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Doctor? Doctor. Uh, but like, so, because he didn't just, he just wasn't sitting on that bench the entire time, so that he knew, plus on top of that, that's how he got his shield fixed, because his shield was destroyed, and so he had to get another shield, and so then he snapped back to that point in that timeline. I have an unsatisfying answer. I also have thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, my, my unsatisfying answer is I've given up on trying to come up with theories. It, it's a movie. It's sweet. Like, the story may... This, the emotional impact of the story is more important to me than the logistics yes. at this point. But I just wanted to see what you guys thought. I think the, the only problem with, with that is that they've always, when they came back from a time jump, mm-hmm. they always... It was a pre-programmed, predetermined location and time so even if he did pop back as an old man from wherever it was his alternate timeline it still would have been back on that pad at the time they planned oh i see what you're saying okay yeah so i think it's just it, it, i feel like my theory um that i had said before yep. is yep. really the only one that you can kind of go okay so here is what probably happened the right. over explanation kind of you yeah. know it's yeah big events all you know create alternate universes small events don't yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I think ultimately um, trying to explain your way away, trying to explain away the plot hole it removes the impact of the story, which yeah. I think is more important anyways. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's more important that we see Cap at the end hand the sh- shield off to Sam. Plus it's time travel. Nobody really knows how the fuck it works. Who yeah. cares? I've seen Back to the Future. I clearly know how this works. No, time travel <laughs> works. If time travel, okay. We don't have to get into it. I get In an it. actual scientific uh, aspect, if time travel works, then it only wa- works one way, and it's really unsatisfying. Okay. I was just it only it. works forward. 
I, I get it. I was just making a joke. No, no. I, I, I mean, I know. I just like I just like to ruin it by telling you what the truth is. That like we could do. We know how to do tra- time travel. It's just really unsatisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Title your sex tape. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, so uh, moving on. <laughs> Two other things. It's something else we talked about on the last podcast. We talked about. Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Apparently, Vanity Fair released some new photos. Uh, yeah, they got a whole photo shoot. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Um, some behind the scenes. Mo- most of it was just, you know, behind the scenes stuff of them filming, but there were some interesting photos. They got a little photo of the Knights of, the Knights of Ren, and uh, there were uh, some other interesting photos. A new character with Hux there, and then the one that I really liked, well, there was also Poe and Chewie and Lando and the Millennium Falcon, which was awesome. But then the one that really caught my attention was the one of Rey and Kylo on top of some sort of, maybe the top of Millennium Falcon, maybe the top of... Uh, Broken Death Star chunks. Yep. yep. Having a little lightsaber duel, which, awesome. I'm all about that. Uh, and it looked great. What are your guys' thoughts on those? Or any feelings? And They're thing? beautiful. I wonder what the fuck's going on. I'm excited to see the movie. I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, now that uh, Avengers has cooled off in my mind, I'm definitely getting into hype mode for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, for me, I, I, I guess my, my viewpoint is a little, just slightly more myopic in that I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't really have to, like, I don't need to get invested for that until October at this point. Though. I do. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home comes out in like six weeks. Yeah. That's true. So <laughs> there's a ton of shit out right now that I need to say. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's so much out literally right yeah. now. Game uh, of Thrones just ended. We've watched the end. We watched Endgame. Uh, uh, HBO's got this show called Chernobyl. But right that is, by I'm the way, if you're not theaters, watching, oh, right theaters? now oh, we have right. Aladdin. We oh, have yeah. Brightburn. Yep. We yeah. have Rocket Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a couple other things too. Uh, John Wick Three. Oh yeah, yeah. A Parabellum. ton of shit right now. Mm-hmm. Tolkien, which I mean. Not huge, but it's still there's see. so much yeah. in theaters right now, and it's frustrating. Uh, especially because I do really want to see Brightburn. Uh, yeah, I looks, do too. It looks. It came out at such a terrible time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Although it, I like the idea that it, I, I like the concept that it came out exactly now to be like, and here's your antidote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that idea. I just wish it wasn't up against you know. Yeah. I wish that the Red Ranger's dad and, and Raider Repulsa weren't going up against the Pink Ranger. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would watch that movie. Anyways, I would what? too. <laughs> I would. Totally. 100%. Yeah, there are t- tons of things. And I have, well, I've been busy at a new job and Same-sies. trying to get my house all ready to get moved. So future, future note for our listening audience. Uh, we might take a break sometime late June, early July. Um, a, I'm moving B convergence. So yeah, there's a lot going on around then, there. So we may take a week off. Yeah, we probably might miss a week or something. Try to get a recording at convergence and then go from there. Yeah. But just so you guys know, uh, but yeah, there's a shit ton that I still haven't seen. Brightburn that I saw was also available. Um, you can purchase it online to watch. Um, oh, it's already on VOD. Um, I well when I like I started my PlayStation Video, my PS4 Video service thing. Brightburn is on there. That makes sense. It is Sony. Yep. Uh, so I mean, you have to purchase it. You can't just get it for free. But yeah, obviously. Well, yeah. Um, but I'm okay with that. I might. If I don't get out to the theater, I definitely will purchase it at at on my PS4 and watch it there. 
Um, I also watched Catch-22, which was... I kind of binged the shit out of that show. Uh, it was very dark mm-hmm. and interesting, but kind of also... I was kind of getting pissed at the main character. And uh, I'm, I apologize. Which show? Catch-22. Mm. About uh, World War II bombings sure. and bombing runs. and. Um, have you ever read the book? I have not read the book. Mm. Um, have you ever seen the 1960 movie? The 1960 movie? Uh, the same thing that's called yeah. Catch-22. Uh, I've seen parts of it, and I know that we watched it as part of a class, but I don't remember it that well. Um, but we only watched part of it. I think it was my world war, a world at war class that we took, or world wars class that we took. I took. Okay, so here's then here's my question for you. Since mm-hmm. I haven't watched the series at all, sure, I have a question, uh, which is simply, how do they explain the title? By a lot of different things, actually. It's mainly the doctor who kind of is this uh, where for all, and main, the first time it comes up is when he, then the kind of main character who's a bombardier. Uh, on one of the lead planes wants to leave the army and say that he's insane or he's sick and he's like well the definition of insanity if you know that you're insane then and you tell me about it because he goes to be a bomber to be a pilot running a bomb mission you have to be insane to do it but if you tell me that you are then I can't uh, what does he say I can't take you off I have to let you do something else. And he kind of explains it, and I wish I could explain it better and know the exact lineage. But he pretty much is just like, no matter what you do, you're fucked, and you're not getting out of what you want to do. Okay. And then following that, there are other things that happen, and I'm not going to give away too much, but there are other things that happen that kind of is that you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, here's the catch-22 of doing your job. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, you, And especially being an officer, because as a bombardier, he is an officer. He's making command decisions, so he makes some decisions that affect other people in big ways and it's kind of a fucking catch 22 like one of them is something major yeah, he said the name of the thing yeah uh, sorry <laughs> um and it's kind of a, a a thing that one of them is like something happens that's pretty serious and the guy is like well that's a that's a italian police problem that's not a military problem we don't care and it was pretty serious and they're like and he's just like what okay. the fuck Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm only asking because I have seen the movie, really, the sixty something movie. Yeah, yeah. Will I understand it if I haven't seen Catch One through Twenty One? Yes. Yes. Okay. It'll be fine. So apparently, the Catch Twenty Two came from the title of the book that was written. Uh huh. Because the. Yep. I mean the term like saying what's a catch? Oh. What what, what like the oh, general term mean, of Catch Twenty Two? You mean the general phrase of Catch Twenty yes. Two wasn't popularized until the book because the book popularized the phrase. Got it? Because they were going to do like Catch Nineteen, but then they're like, just, no, no, it doesn't no. flow as well, right? And then so yeah, like, no, no, no. I okay. Yeah, I didn't that. I mean, I guess I believe that. I guess I. How did we not have a term for that before? I don't know. Right. Don't know, um, but it's very interesting. It's very dark. Uh, you kind of have to be. It's very dark comedy. Um, no, I know. So, and George Clooney is actually pretty good in it, regardless of how you feel about George Clooney. Now I think you're full of shit. Loved him in he, Spy Kids. He was. He's in it. He's in it for maybe a total of ten minutes out of really? the, the entire series. Yeah, he's not in it for very long, but the part that he is in it for, he's not. Never mind that the trailer and all the yep because all the he, footage makes it look like he's correct. a major part of the fucking because, show because he produced it and he directed it like Steven uh, Seagal in Executive Decision. 
<laughs> one of his best roles ever because he dies in the first 10 minutes. I was so happy but that he, he died. Top billing. I'm not even going to lie. I love that we continue to reference that <laughs> fucking film. <laughs> That's a good because it's the best worst. Exi- it is. Uh, I have a con- by the way, I have a contender to, okay. to beat that vertical limit. Oh, that was such a sh- oh no no no. Yep. So uh, okay, can I uh, slight very slight change of subject? Sure. Uh, so I, I had referenced George Clooney uh, in Spy Kids. Uh, I have to admit. That was the, f- uh, just this weekend was the first time I saw it. Spy really? Kids? Yeah. The one with George Clooney. Yeah. Huh. He's as, in the first one? Yeah. Did as, you? As like the, as like their like commander. Yeah. The spy agency kind yeah. of thing. He has like the bracket over his eyes and then he like, he takes it off. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of the, mo- those movies. and I, I honestly don't think I've ever I seen them. I've never seen it before, and I finally did. Uh, and it's funny because Blake had always uh, told me that Machete um, is canon with the Spy Kids movies. Yep. With Alexa Vega being, you know, kind uh-huh. of a salute in that. Uh-huh. And I thought his name was fucking Machete. And I'm like, oh, I thought he was kidding. It's because Bo- I knew he, Danny Trejo was in Spy Kids. Right. And I knew Alexa Vega. That's where she got her start. But, right. Yeah. So I finally put two and two together. And it's funny because... Um, I had never seen it before, and uh, we, my one of my roommates, Kaylin and I, we we she was watching that, so I watched it with her, and then we went on like a weird horror movie binge. Yeah, okay. And so I need to I need to explain uh, the the film. Well, one film and then a show that we watched. We watched Deadly Detention. Sounds familiar. Calling it a B movie would be generous. <laughs> it was B like a C? D and a half. Yeah, it. Uh, but I highly suggest it. I do. It was stupid in all of the best ways. It's basically the breakfast club that they turn into a a, a horror Sounds like they're probably going to show a lot of boobs in this movie. No, not a single boob. It was unrated. And not only was there nary a single boob, uh, they edited out all of the shits to be hell's I love how you use the word nary. Um, that's <laughs> super surprising for a D-rated yeah, I, and horror like the movie. main character was insanely hot, and she was the the she was the uh, Judd Nelson of the group. Nice. She, she was the bad girl. She thrived on chaos. When was this movie made? Uh, the princess was this little uh, Jesus freak uh, black gay kid named Kevin, <laughs> who uh, who wore like those light up shoes and never turned them off. <laughs> so this movie was made recently. It was very recently. <laughs> it was awful, and I I loved every second of it. And then after that, we basically binged the first uh, like five or six episodes of a show called You. Okay. Hmm. Um. On what? Like a that one's on Netflix, right? Is it on- yeah. So it's You is a very interesting show. I think it's a Lifetime show, but it's it's produced through Netflix. Okay. But um, it's about this guy who meets this girl named Guinevere. Uh, he crushes on her and stalks the ever-loving shit out of her. And it's completely from his perspective. And it's a very frustrating TV show because he is creepy and gross. But then the other half of the time, he is charming, very endearing. He has this wonderful relationship with this neighbor kid who he gives books to because he manages a bookstore. Um, oh, so it's a sociopath. Gotcha. Yeah, and like he starts dating her, and he's a very doting boyfriend, but he's still stalking her. Like he copied her phone. Holy, it's ugh. half like you. He'll do these things. You're like, he's not that bad of a guy. If he would just stop doing this, he would be great. And then he does something worse. <laughs> 
Ugh, it's a frustrating show, and I can't fucking stop watching it. <laughs> okay. uh, one thing, one speaking of bad movies that I love to watch, uh, my guilty pleasure, and, I, and you can give me all the shit you want for watching it. That's recently been on Stars or no Encore, Down Periscope. <laughs> oh, I'm with, sorry. With uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. It's like the horrible. It's a bad movie, but I just I, I enjoy watching but it's it. So no, good. it's it's exactly what Mikhail's Navy was supposed to be. Mikhail's Navy was has also been on. I've watched. It, I'm like, eh, it says no. Work. Mikhail's Navy is terrible. It's Down horrible. Periscope is what Mikhail's Navy should have been. But they came out around the same time, if yeah. I remember, and like, within a year of each other. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, neither of them were good. No. Oh, no. But Down Periscope at least has the ability, it has the potential of being funny. Yeah, and I want to say it was almost like like after Kelsey Grammer got out of rehab, like that one time, like this was just supposed to be like his comeback movie or something. Right. I And I feel like it was it was either right in the, was that the beginning of the sort of Frasier thing or was it between Frasier and I Cheers? I think it was between. I think it was between Frasier and Cheers. Or at least before Frasier really took off. Mm. So, anyways, I was going to ask you a question about George Clooney. Have it was you, in the middle of Frasier, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good to know. Uh, speaking of George Clooney, do you not like Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Oh no, actually, I love Oh Brother Where Art Thou for everyone other than George Clooney. Okay, I am medium about that film. I like John Turturro is my favorite brilliant. thing about that movie. <sighs> Absolutely, John Turturro. I agree. John, anyone named John in that movie? <laughs> John Goodman, John yep. Turturro. Yep. John, what's his name from News Radio, whose real name isn't actually John, but I'm going to call him John anyways because he's amazing. Yep. He's great in that. Um, but was also the stapler guy from Office Space. Mm-hmm. And I can't. Stephen Root. Steven That's Root. the name of the actor. Yes. Stephen Root, who is amazing in everything. practically everything he's ever done. Yeah. I especially like his turn in the sixth season of West Wing. Yeah. Sixth and seventh. Nice. He's very good. Um, but yeah, no, like literally everyone in that movie other than George Clooney is awesome. Okay. I can, I can accept that. Holly Hunter as George Clooney's wife is brilliant. Very funny. Yes. I, think. I, I love, I love the whole story. I love And especially knowing the Odyssey, uh, it, yeah. it uh, I don't know. It's great. And yes, John Turturro, John Turturro, Turturro, um, is awesome, which is funny because his brother, Nicholas Turturro is not as good. Was awesome in NYPD Blue, but anything else he's ever made, he's not been good at. Sure. If he, if he was in um, what's one? Again, what's the, the football movie with Adam Sandler um, that they remade? The Waterboy. Longest Yard. Oh, Waterboy. Longest Yard. The remake of the. Uh, he was in that. Yes. Nicholas Turturro. He was the yes. He was the one that wanted to be the catcher, or the oh. the the. the um, quarterback I think or something and he's like you can't catch or he wanted to be the receiver and he couldn't because he couldn't catch anything the one that uh, Tracy okay. Morgan yeah, oh, yeah. The, that's his brother yep holy shit I didn't even know that yep. those two is are it, brothers and here's the thing is it weird that I think John Turturro got the better looking jeans in that family I think you're correct yes yeah okay he's but think dead. about that for a minute wow I had no <laughs> fucking idea. well he's in a ton of Adam Sandler movies he, he is because he, he was uh, he was in uh, I now pronounce you Chuck, Chuck and Larry, Larry. Yep. Yeah. yep he was in that oh, as well oh I think it's better that we better never reference. ever talk about that movie ever again what are you talking about my, my future ex-wife is in that movie and she's glorious really the, really yeah really yeah Really? Yeah. Do you not know that Jessica Biel is my number one? Yes, I do know that. Next but to Lucy. That doesn't. Lucy lose like a that close doesn't, second. No, that. Mm. 
I don't care. I don't care what you say, Rob. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that Jessica Biel is in that movie does not take away the fact that it is absolutely a piece of homophobic trash. Absolutely is. 100% is, and I think that's the whole point of it. No. No, they were trying to, like, be this progressive. Yeah, they were trying to be progressive and punched down anyways. And it hurts. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. What I, they were not trying to be homophobic, but came off homophobic is what I was trying to say. Like oh, okay. they were trying to show that you, you shouldn't be homophobic, especially a little girl when she, you know, is in the stand and she says the the manatee and the whale, bottlenose dolphins are all things that have same sex partners. And then you know, yes, I agree. But yes, it was very homophobic, and yes, it was. I'm sorry, Kevin. You were saying something. No, I was just gonna say he's also in Kevin James Helms. Here comes the boom, where Kevin James plays a fatty fall down go boom MMA fighter. Yes, he is. Cool. Yeah, it was a horrible movie. I was just gonna make a joke about the fatty fall down go boom. Humor. Right, right, right. <laughs> because Kevin James does those movies. Speak, yeah. Speaking of things that have the internet up in arms. <laughs> I thought you were dead ass just going to stop with Speaking of things that have the internet, how about kids and their phones these days? <laughs> Always on them. I appreciate that Kevin, uh, or, oh my God, not Kevin, Chris Farley is alive and well in Kevin. I that wasn't even my Chris Farley impression. It was close. But. It's close. <clears throat> um, Robert Patterson is the new Batman. Mila Josevich is also awesome. Uh, <laughs> I said his last name right. Nope. Robert Pattinson. Oh, maybe I put an R instead of an you N. You did. All right, whatever. <laughs> I wrote down an R. You can see it right here. I wrote down R. Pattinson, sorry. Yep, it's Robert Pattinson. Sorry, um, Robert. Yes, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Kevin? Oh, would you like me to feel this one? I, please, I would. please do. As our resident Batman fiend. Wait, wait. Do you want to... Wait, let me ask you this before you go on your rant. Do you, do you want Rob to explain some things that... Robert Pattinson has been in, and then you go on your rant, or do you just want to go? I'll go for it. All right, go yeah, for I'm it. I'm going to step away and grab a new, another drink. Go ahead. I know what's about you to happen. You should grab Kevin one. Okay, yeah. I'm going to... Beer? Dry, no. <laughs> just, I want a beer. All right. Honey, a wine? Would you like a wine, honey? Nothing alcoholic. Okay. Help me sleep tonight. Go ahead, Kevin. So Robert Pattinson. Uh, I'm... I'm getting pretty sick and tired of the knee-jerk reaction to castings these days uh, because a lot of it doesn't come from, you know, if if you're going to knee-jerk react to the actor because of them as a person or because it's they're whitewashing the character, et cetera, et cetera, knee-jerk react to that, fine, absolutely. I'll knee-jerk with you. But when you're judging an actor based on a low-quality film he was in, a, thousand years ago basically in movie time why look at that man's jaw and tell me it doesn't look like batman's he's getting fucking swole for this part he loves the source material he broods like a motherfucker and i went from going oh yeah you know what i could see him as batman that wouldn't be too bad to fuck you if he's not batman i'll kill all of you just out of spite (laughs) of everyone's hatred of this i hate it i hate it I think he'll be an amazing Batman. I really do. It's like I said, he's got the look, he's got the brood. The kid can act. Judge him not by Twilight, judge him by fucking uh, uh, Water for Elephants. Or, uh, oh fuck, what was he just in recently? Help me out here. Uh, that one thing with the thing and the other person. Yeah, the, where he was kind of a, where he was kind of a crappy boy. 
Mm. It was just on the tip of my tongue, and now I lost yeah, it. Yeah, no, 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 and I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm pulling up But again. he's been, but he's been uh, traveling the indie circuit for the last few years, yes, he just has. staying out of people's eyeline. Um, yeah, and, uh, which I appreciate. Uh, good time. Uh, the movie's called it, Good Time. Yeah, Good Time. Uh, fucking uh, fear and shame. Fucking high life. Was he not also Cedric Diggory? Yes, he was he a was. theory in Harry Potter. Okay, Park. and a lot of people forgot that. And I, as much as I didn't like Twilight, and I didn't like him in Twilight, I loved him as Cedric Diggory. I thought he did a phenomenal job. Well, Cedric Diggory is how he got the job. Yeah. yeah. For Twilight. I, yeah, because so, he was, because Cedric Diggory is this sort of heartthrobby style character right. yeah. to g- contrast against Harry Potter's puberty. Still mad he died in the third movie and then came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've all heard my rant on that one, though. <laughs> we sure have. Please see previous episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm for it. I'm I, not against it. I, I'm with you. Uh, honestly, I, I am. I, I want... Here's the thing. I just want us to do a different fucking Batman for once. And he... And correct me if I'm wrong. He is kind of picking up where Affleck has left off, correct? Unc- or are they going... Unclear. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. As of this moment, it is unclear. Yeah. Uh, especially since... Uh, because they haven't done very well, because they were not produced in a sensical manner. Uh, these films have been breaking away from the DCEU as a whole and are going to more solo-led projects. Okay, so, the, yeah. so he wouldn't be... With, with mild connection to the D, and like reference to the DCEU. So if they did Justice League 2, he wouldn't be Batman. Well... As of right now, there's no Justice there's League. There's not going to be a Justice League There's going to be a Brightburn Justice League before there's going to be a Justice League 2. Ooh, yeah. that could be interesting. He's joking. No, they're set. From what I understand, they're trying to set up a franchise for a dark Justice League. Brightburn is by Warner Brothers. No, it's by Sony. By Sony. But Sony has no connection to the DC. Nope. And it's it's not going to be called the Justice League. But that's what there's uh, apparently. This is a franchise starter. Brightburn is. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. That's what I've been hearing. I'll I'll let you know next podcast after I see it. Sure. We should all try and we should try and all see Brightburn. If it's VOD, then I I might go and see if I can find it on VOD. Then yeah, we can try to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not against it. I'm I want to see what the kid can do. I'm not. Uh, I obviously I haven't seen Twilight, and I have no opinion about it. One, I mean, I'm certainly not going to base his acting ability off of Twilight. From what I hear, his other movies have been good. His solo projects have been good, and, or and independent projects. Excuse me. Uh, and so I'm I'm willing to give him a chance. I don't. Um, he is he not going to be the youngest person to play Batman? Really? I don't. He might be. I don't know, Kevin. Do you know for? Well, technically, I guess the youngest person to play Batman is Will Friedle. But well, anyway. that's true. Um, and then I think I posted the question on your. I'm wondering wall. how young Val Kilmer was. Oh, I don't know how. Old, I don't know how old Mr. Pattinson is. So I, I don't. am already on it. Thirty-two. Thanks. And then I think Kevin, you had posted something uh, on somebody's wall, and then I responded with. I think Batman holds the record for number of uh, different actors playing. Different performers. And he did just turn 33, which is... Uh, he's 33? He's 33. He just turned Holy 33. Shit. And that is like that is kind of heralded as the prime Batman age. Yeah. I thought he was still in his 20s. I'm not even going to lie. I thought he might have been like 28, 29. Yeah, no, he's real pretty and real young looking. Yeah, he is. Like... I'm I'm willing I'm willing to give him a shot. I'm willing to see what they do. Me too. So. I, I I want to see him do well in this because I want first of all 
you guys know me. I love a good comeback story. <laughs> I'm a Don't fan. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm a cool dream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> which which leads us into our another one, another new trailer that dropped recently. Yeah. Um, which I am I thought it was really awesome, despite what somebody else thinks. Uh, the Batwoman trailer. Batwoman trailer looks phenomenal. Mm, I think it looks pretty good. I, I I don't know. I I think maybe I'm DC televisioned out. And I'm not because I haven't watched all those shows, which I'm sure I'm going to be lost in a lot of stuff because it's part of the Arrowverse, which I have watched very little of. Sure. Uh, so I feel like I'm probably going to be lost a bit, but I'm willing to, I want to watch this, which I believe is going to be on the CW. Which I'm interested to see what they do if they name it something else because Arrow's coming to an end next season. Oh, the Arrowverse? I think it'll probably still be the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm... Because it's still, you know, his creation. Yeah. Because she was because Ruby Rose, who's playing Batwoman, was yep. in Supergirl, right? Uh, she was in the crossover. crossover. Okay, this past. So, have, and since I don't, I haven't watched the Arrowverse. Who is Batman in the Arrowverse? Or have they not really shown a Batman yet? They haven't shown a Batman yet. Um, it sounds like from the trailer, we might meet him. We no. It sounds like from the trailer, Batman is dead and gone. I, it, from what I took from the trailer, he left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's not I, there because you see the big building that says I, Wayne Enterprises on it. And then, sure. I guess I should say Batman is dead and gone. I don't mean Bruce Wayne himself is deceased. I just mean the character of Batman is gotcha. gone. And, um, yes, it looks like Robert Pattinson will be the youngest by three years. Oh, Bell really? Kimmler was 36. Okay. Oh. I, George Clooney? He was he grade, he, he grade real early, so like I'm still not a fan of Elkhamer's Batman, but that's just me. Well, could have been the whole movie as a whole. But. I didn't mind Val Kilmer as Batman. I think if he had been given a better film to be Batman in, it could have been incredible. Possibly, yeah, I believe that. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get on board with that. Um, I feel like if he had been given like a Batman sixty six style film, he okay. he could have been spectacular because oh, his deadpan yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Now George Clooney, I think, could have done something better with like what Val Kilmer was handed. Yeah, um, George Clooney was also thirty six. Wow, hmm. looked older. I I'm a little impressed mm. that I that I gauged that one so How? close too. How <laughs> was he thirty six? Ooh, George Clooney in that movie? Yes. That man grayed so early and yet so pretty. How, how old was Michael Keaton? That's so why it's a good thing I'm not like super buff. I would be unstoppable. <laughs> uh-huh. Michael Keaton That's had a, to be... Oh, my God. Michael Keaton had to be in his 30s at the time because Batman came out in 1990, so they filmed it in 89. Birdman. Still a great movie. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. You really, really should. You really, you really, really should, Rob. It is. Know. He was thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. Uh, same age um, Adam West was. Oh, nice. That one I didn't even have to look up. That one I knew. <laughs> you are so smart on Batman. So, bottom line, uh, Robert Pattinson. We're gonna give him a try. Batwoman trailer. You didn't really say anything. What's your thoughts on Batwoman, Kevin? I'm excited. I think it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm into it. 
Okay. Um, I'm wondering if I'm wondering whose universe she's going to be in. I I think they've been saying it's going to be Supergirl's. Hmm, okay, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, that would make the most sense. Well, I it, think. plus then she could uh, eventually get together with uh, Maggie. What's her name? Uh, oh, Alex's sure. ex-fiance. Oh, sure. That is who she marries in the comic books. Oh, spoiler. I guess maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little. Maybe a little. They they preview a little. Uh, uh, girlfriend relationship, they do, but you know she could die. It's, yeah, I have a feeling that might be part of something or something with the military thing, which I'm. Yeah. You know, okay. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I. I just. Are she? Is she still Commissioner Gordon's daughter? That, she never was. Okay, completely, completely different. different so that's why it's Batwoman and not Batgirl. Correct. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. And they haven't, and in the arrow. This is Katie Kane. Okay. And they haven't brought in a Batgirl before in the Arrowverse? Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Moving on to another uh, DC. Yeah. Swamp Thing? Yeah. 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 DC, another DC. It's going to be on their streaming service. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very spoopy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Very, like an outbreak horror movie. A little. With a monster in it. Yep. Do any of you, you guys might be a little too young for this, but do you remember the TV series Swamp Thing? I sure as fuck do. <laughs> awesome. It was. So when you say you guys might have been too young for this, what you actually meant, Rob, you were probably too young for this. Because I don't remember the Swamp Thing TV I series, but remember. also I'm offended by your language. <laughs> you shouldn't be, because <laughs> I remember it when watching it as a kid. It was on USA, mm-hmm. but I remember watching it as a young kid, so I, you know, like when I, I don't remember what year it came out, in the early 90s maybe, uh, but I do remember watching it quite a bit and it thinking it was... pretty camp. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm still offended by your ages. This one's definitely a little You're more young serious. Enough, fuck off. Um, definitely going for the angry old druid mm-hmm. swamp thing mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography looks like a movie, like a good yeah, movie. It does. Uh, yeah. Very different from Doom Patrol and Titans. So perhaps, and I said this uh, before we started recording, um, but perhaps the listeners uh, may have heard this already. Listener, if you've uh, listened to another podcast called Wolverine the Long Night, Mm -hmm. the trailer reminds me a lot of that. Um, It sort of has this idea of like everything is sort of tangentially connected to Logan the Wolverine, but he's kind of sort of not really in it until much later in the show. And that's Mm. how the, the trailer for Swamp Thing felt to me. It's like we're focusing on this idea of... It's a CDC outbreak nightmare, and like there's little slight glimpses of there might be something else. Nature might be attacking back, and you, like we only get one quasi clear shot of the Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. and w- who, by the way, looks like Swamp Thing from the '80s, which yeah. delights me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's I, I, it. Does feel like that's where they're going with it. And if so, I'm super okay with it. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I, I like the idea of of Swamp Thing being sort of a specter over the show, and only appearing like in the back half. I I do remember as a kid uh, being confused by the Swamp Thing TV series and Toxic Avenger for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about the cartoon. I'm talking about the live action oh, movie, know, huh? the the trauma the trauma film. 
God, those trauma movies. I've seen so many trauma movies. US, They're all hot garbage, and I love them. USA Up All Night was definitely a thing that I watched a lot of, and Toxic Avengers were always on. Um, and I just, for some other reason, and I was maybe just a dumb kid. For some other reason, I thought they were this one and the same, but they are not. So they're definitely not. <laughs> they're they're they're, no. they're very different. Yes. Um, but no, I'm not gonna lie. As a kid, I same. Okay, um, I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah, you're not crazy. Okay, good, uh, thank you. Yeah, because not. The, I mean, this doesn't prove that you're crazy. Those uh, those unfamiliar uh, and my uh, both sincerest condolences and congratulations. If you're unfamiliar with the Toxic Avenger, uh, he was this trauma was this god awful again far sub B movie company that just made the worst like slasher teen <laughs> flicks of all time. Worst. Lots of fake blood and mm-hmm. tits Titties. and yeah, mm-hmm. just all of it. Yeah. And uh, they finally, for some reason, struck gold with this movie about <laughs> he was like a custodian yeah. who falls yeah. into toxic sludge and becomes yeah. the superhero. And for some reason, it took off and became this cult classic. And it even got a cartoon series called mm-hmm. The Toxic Crusaders mm-hmm. uh, with like a bunch of different versions of him for kids based on this weird <laughs> into, like D-movie titty flick. Yeah. It's, pheno- it, it's phenomenal that that could possibly happen. But that was common in the 80s to take, you know, a very unkid-friendly yep. uh IP and turn it into something for kids. Uh, it happened on Nintendo all the yep. time. Think of all the R-rated movie Nintendo games like Rambo, Total Recall, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and I think at the time that that cartoon came out, Captain Planet was coming out, and that's when all the yeah. you know recycle programs and the or, you know Earth Day stuff started happening. Well, not maybe not Earth Day, but you know the whole big let's save our planet type thing. And I think Toxic Adventure, they're like, oh, we could take this thing and make it into a <laughs> we can, we save can the planet. Yeah, because it was about you know big corporations dumping toxic shit into uh, the water, and that's how Toxic Avenger... The guy who runs Troma is a psychopath. He is so fucking weird. Uh, he was a guest on Angry Video Game Nerd, okay. uh, one of the, the old you know, retro mm-hmm. video game reviewers mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. and uh, they were reviewing a couple of old Toxic <laughs> Avenger <laughs> games, and oh my god, he is fucking weird he's a weird dude for some reason he reminds me me of my mom's husband i don't know what it is they look alike they sound alike but like that's the thing he just reminds me of parts of my family (laughs) i'm like oh yeah i know that person uh so another trailer dropped also uh we got a new another new terminator one for dark fate yep and um yep it's a terminator movie it's uh, Terminator it's, Salvation with girls this time. Now, don't get me wrong. It looks way better than Terminator Salvation. It looks like they're just redoing that story correctly. Yeah. Just from, you know, it, it, John's doing his thing, Sarah, and this is the Sarah side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's with the, you know, the Terminator who thinks she's human and... Yep. Yeah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger makes an appearance again. <sighs> And that is my only problem with this trailer. But I don't I'll think be he's a Terminator. I, I, you think he, it's you he has think a beard and he looks old. And I, what I think they're doing is he's who they based the look. Captain, off of. whatever his name was from kinda Terminator like, Three. What? Kind of like Bishop and Alien Saga, yeah. the, based off the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's what it is. I, I think he was the the model they used. For you get, you guys have seen the deleted scene from Terminator Three, right? Which one? No. 
Which one? Why would I okay, see gonna... a deleted scene from a movie I already hated? Okay, okay. There's a deleted scene from Terminator Three. Terminatrix. Yeah, uh, in which uh, there there is a instructional training video of uh, the lead scientist on the Terminator project, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger, doing uh. the world's greatest bad southern accent. Oh. I'm- <laughs> Yeah. Now I need to watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, find the clip and put it in the uh, put it in the uh, show notes, listeners. You will not be disappointed by this clip. It is <laughs> it is great, delicious. Yeah, like I kind of want to pause the show for just a second so we can all watch this together. No, we'll watch it after. All know. right. Yeah, I. Hmm. Yeah, I'm for it. Like I, I, I probably won't see it, but hey, I'll I, probably wait for it. I'm all for Linda Hamilton making uh, more Terminator films. I admit, I, I, I kind of like what's her face who plays what's her face. Mm-hmm. The girl who plays the girl Terminator. <laughs> oh, okay. Another one I'm kind of like eh, about is the new Maleficent movie that's coming out. Which she was, uh, she was a uh, uh, Poppy. Is that her name? Uh, if you ever does any, if anybody watches Black Mirror. Oh, oh sure. Uh, the San. Why am I blanking on it now? The mm-hmm. cute lesbian one. I, I didn't know. watch all well, of the. It's the I'm best sorry. one, and it, it, <laughs> I don't. I cannot remember a time I cried that hard at the end of something. Hmm. But no, she she is the the main redheaded girl in that. Okay. okay. Um, so, so yeah, uh, yeah. I probably will not see it in the theater. I might. I don't know. I see movies. Depends on what else is out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Maleficent also dropped a new trailer for the Maleficent 2 movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel uh, pretty much what they are doing is taking uh, Wicked and making it into Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And I have no interest in... And I actually really liked the first movie. I thought it was good. It was better than I expected. It left on an interesting... No, there is a there is a there are some uncomfortable scenes in that. First there movie. are a lot of uncomfortable scenes. Yes, I agree. But I still thought it was a pretty decent movie. I'm not gonna say it was a great movie, just decent. It was better than I had expected it to be. So, like, I, I I don't think I am a like. I found the scenes uncomfortable, and I think I was supposed to. So, probably. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure anyone who's who's listening right now who is of the female persuasion is going, yeah. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Never saw it. Yeah, you you don't need to. I think you should see the first one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know you're not I'll, gonna. Uh, but to, okay, I'll well, I'll I'll come up with a compromise on this. I'll watch it with one eye closed. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you an eye patch. <laughs> I have one. Oh, shocking! Well, I'll get you an eye patch for the other eye then. <laughs> you watch it with two eye patches on. Yeah. Okay. Wait. God. <laughs> Fucking Watch it with sunglasses on. Oh, perfect. There you go. I feel like now we're overthinking this. We are. No, no, no. I've a, got a better idea. An okay joke. Go back. Mediocre watch, joke. Watch Game of Thrones Battle of Winterfell with sunglasses on. Mediocre to, joke. It had nothing to do with Maleficent, but it does have to do with our next topic, which is kind of going to I know. The, I was the, trying to do a clunky-ass segue. Uh, meat, Thank you. The meat and potatoes of our episode. Um, we're going to talk about Game of, the last season of Game of Thrones and kind of go over our feelings. Okay. Um, we don't need to go episode by episode. I think we just need to do a general overview. Of, yeah, that's general fine. Overview. You're mm-hmm. welcome. 
and uh, kind of. And if you haven't seen the last season, that's okay. But if you have haven't seen it, but you want to, um, there will be some spoilers ahead. Um, so we hope that you've uh, seen it. Um, so some spoilers Hang on, ahead. Just for- getting my dick sock ready. God. So <laughs> last season of Game of Thrones. Six episodes. We were promised hour and a half episodes. I think only one or two of them were an hour and a half. Actually, about four a, of them were about a buck twenty. I think they ended up being. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which is not an hour and a half. It correct. Is a buck twenty. Um, overall, I, gen- I, I I felt that this entire season was a rush to the end. No. I, well, let me let me let me. In comparison to the rest of Game of Thrones, yes. yes. In comparison to a normal television series where walking from point A to point B doesn't take three and a half fucking seasons, yes, it was a rush. Yeah, and and oh, I think my ears are bleeding. You're fine. <laughs> it, like I just felt that not that they're needed, but let me throw a caveat in that that. I don't feel that they needed to tell more stories because kind of everybody's story, instead of, while I felt it was rushed, I understood it at the same time because instead of showing 20 different storylines all at once, it, everybody was finally back together, so you didn't need to tell the 20 different stories because everybody was together. Well, so that, and they, they, they ran out of characters. They did run out of Who the fuck goes left? Fucking killing everybody. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they did basically assassinate everyone in, that la- in those last few episodes. Sure did. Oh. Including pretty much the entire city of uh, King's Landing. King's Landing. Yeah. Um, it's like Walking Dead. There's how many original season one characters left? Two. Carol. Carol and Daryl. And Daryl. <laughs> I, I got to believe mm. they did that on purpose. Probably. <laughs> well, I think the writers know that if they kill Daryl, that people will fucking Oh, yeah, no. Stop if Daryl dies, we riot. Right. Um, it's, been a, it's been a joke since season one. Yeah. Uh, well, Maggie technically is somewhere. We just don't know where she is. Maggie's Maggie season, season two. two. Oh, that is. She is season two. Fuck, that's right. Yeah. Though, technically, he is still alive. So oh, yeah, Rick, Rick is, is still technically alive, still alive. Yeah. But he's doing he's like these weird movie. spin-off movies. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's weird. I'm kind of done with uh, I like Walking Dead, but I'm kind of done with it. That's fair. I, like, I still like to watch it, but I'm kind of over it. What's his face? Also from Remember the Titans, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure like all of the leaves from Remember the Titans are in some kind of comic book sci-fi property. Sounds about right. So Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. Um, I was satisfied with the way it ended. I, okay. liked, I liked the way it ended. I was surprised by, uh, well, we already mentioned spoilers. I was surprised by Bran being chosen as king. I, I wanted that works. I wanted 30 more minutes of the small council meeting with the new small council. <laughs> I'm not even they were fucking great. Like every <sighs> like Randall from uh, fucking uh, Outlander, just like there comes a time when sit the fuck down. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I wanted I wanted more of Tyrion as a hand and. Like, you can't make him the hand. Well, that's his punishment because he made a lot of mistakes, but you know what? Now he's going to f- correct all his fuck-ups. His punishment will be second most powerful man in the <laughs> land. <laughs> yeah. Are we he, sure that this is a punishment? Yes, because <laughs> he doesn't like it. My only, oh. my only, one, inconsi- <laughs> my only one problem with the, the scene where they were, had that meeting was that it was snowing not, you know, two weeks before. and then It all was of a sudden, not snowing? 
That was Ash, my friend. Those were dead people. It was snow and ash. No, it was just ash. Okay, it was snowing when they got there. It looked like snow. I know it looked like snow because it does. But it was snowing when they got there, though. So I just figured, I mean, I know it was probably snow and ash together. No, it it was snowing in Winterfell when they left. It was not snowing. No, in King's Landing, it looked like snow. It had started to snow because there's that one scene when Cersei's walking out where the map is that was painted and there's snow there. Like, it had just. No, that's ash. No, that was before any of that ever happened. Mm. In the in one of the last episodes of season seven, five, seven. Oh yeah, that's right. She walks out, and there's the snow was starting snow. to come down, mm-hmm. and as Jamie was leaving, the snow started to come down in King's Landing. And that was also like a couple months later. It was two weeks. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Or eighteen days. No. Yeah, it was like it wasn't that long. They, I'm promising. So, anyways, uh, I, you know what, I liked. I know I'm playing with my beard again. I'm You're sorry. playing with your beard the whole episode, <laughs> literally the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably gonna be like a <laughs> through everything. There's not. I was listening when he was doing it. Uh, I'll be honest. I feel uncomfortable that I've been observed with that much intensity. Okay. Uh, it's just the three of us, man. We look at each other. That's what we do. My job as a producer to listen for odd sounds and tell you to stop doing something if it's annoying. Yep, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, for season eight, I liked it. I liked how it ended. I liked, I think everyone ended up exactly where they were supposed to. I think they ended up from season one. That Everybody who they came became the person they wanted to from season one. Sansa wanted to be a lady. Well, she became a queen. She became even better. Sansa... Uh, Arya wanted to not be a lady and be a knight or whatever. Basically she became a, a badass fucking assassin. Yeah. I mean, everybody ended up... Basically a warrior princess adventurer who roams the world in search of new things, like that god that she named her dog after. Yes. Like Jon that's, Snow that's, went back to the wilderness, to the, the wildlings he liked so much, and probably married Tormund. Why? <laughs> that's my headcanon. No, 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 yeah. And I'm okay with that. They And Tormund and Jon uh, are living comfortably in uh, Crasher's Keep with their fur baby uh, ghost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, G-Quacks. Yeah. I was kind of wondering why they didn't just make him Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, but I understand. There was nobody left. Yeah, All the crows are dead, mean, man. I know, but like when he said you're banished to the Night Night's Watch, and yeah, since there is was, nobody left, you will be Lord Commander, which I just assumed when he got there, noticed, excuse me, the wildlings were there, they pretty much just became the quote-unquote Night's Watch. No, no, no. What it was was they basically said, okay, like, well, we don't I, disagree with what you did, but we do need to punish you to keep this insane eunuch army from destroying the continent. So we're going to punish you by sending you to this thing and exiling you. But really, just go live your life. It's fine. Can we talk That's about how good of an actor Grey Worm is? Oh, fuck, awesome. Can like, I, before like we give that kid something, yeah. exactly, give him a superhero role. Yeah. Uh, to to finish my my point was is that yes, they because I had an argument with somebody else. But like, why do they even need a night to watch if there's no? I'm like because they still need a place to like punish people who they don't want to kill. So they still need the night to watch as a. A, a punitive punishment of because it's you're stripping somebody of their lands of their titles you can't have kids you can't marry you can't do all this stuff and sure. John would adhere to keeping the Night's Watch code of you know don't do that even though we know it happens um, but I just felt that pretty much the new the new Night's Watch if you will is pretty much you just because they, they're not going to be at the you, wall because yeah, Kevin, you wander in beyond the wall you go up and, north yep yeah. they'll, they'll send they'll, the, like I said they're essentially the new Night's Watch who closed the gate what gate? The gate behind them. 
Oh. Nobody. It's open. No, it's not. This one you cannot argue with me. The the door closed behind them. He looked back at it as it happened. Maybe oh, the, maybe really? those two maybe those two oh. other people that traveled up there with him who were standing behind him when they banished him. The the those two guards. I he suppose. was probably like, "You guys stay here, and if people come this way, send them north. We'll find them." <laughs> and they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, we'll stay here." All right, they're at the wood line. We're we going home. Yeah, we're going the fuck home. There's the horses. But stuff. really, why do they need to go through the gate when they could have just gone around the wall? Because that's a lot of climbing still. Yeah, it wasn't all the way to the ground. Why? It was still just like a. <laughs> But to get to that, it was a what? To get to that, <laughs> to get to that gate, you have to go up the elevator to the top and then down again. Hang on, Nick. I desperately want that as just a soundbite. Can I? Can I have it one more time, uh, Kevin? No. Please, all right. <laughs> I just. <laughs> but anyways, I just feel that that like he Please. that's the new that's the new Night's Watch. John just kind of came to Castle Black, saw the fucking, and then went off, rode off with Torment, and they had their. Wonderful Torment. life together. <laughs> yeah. Tormont, torment, whatever. He, he said it three times. Not a single one of them was right. Don't give a shit. <laughs> it's a superpower, man. Pretty much. It really is. I'm so proud of you. My favorite death of them all was Lady Mormont. Liana. Yeah. Ugh. That little like girl. Champion. Absolutely. And it just, per- I was like, when she got hit, I'm like, no. But then she, I'm like, she, don't be fucking, don't you fucking be dead? And then she got up. I'm like, yes. And then, and then she got killed. Rolling a critical success as your right. last move, <sighs> right? That um, her last like name she was, was a negative HP, and she was just <laughs> like, uh, all right, nat twenty with this knife. <laughs> the actress's name's last name is Ramsey. I can't think of her first name, um, but she is just Bolton, uh, uh, maybe <laughs> Bolton Ramsey. <laughs> But she is just a fucking powerhouse actress. She's um, very good. And just nailed that part. I was sad to see that. And now the Mormon's name is dead, so I don't know. And I think that is, is a sad thing about this show, is, is how many names just were destroyed and how many houses were just lost. My question is, is that once Bran was announced king and they've pretty much destroyed King's Landing, Who's uh, who is he ruling over? Are people just going to go? Hey, look, free rooms. Uh, I mean, there were still people who were safe, and there were still survivors. And but how do you recover as the new king to come over and say, "I'm not that," other than I am Bran Stark, and I, you know, clearly Daenerys is dead. The dragon has flown off. We don't know where the fuck the dragon went. So there is still a dragon out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Bran's gonna, you know, warg that shit. He could warg it, or Tyrion could control it, because Tyrion obviously doesn't mind Tyrion. Like, Tyrion could walk right by him. Dragon said, yeah, you're good. Mm. And obviously, Brienne got the, the, the gold... Lord Commander. Yeah, the uh, gold cloak. The king's guard. I'm very yeah, surprised she didn't die. I'm for sure. I thought she Once was her done. Redemption arc happened. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's yeah, dead. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. I thought she was done. Yeah. Brand's uh, first decree: uh, King's Landing shall now be ADA approved. Yeah. <laughs> 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 gonna have to build some yeah. more ramps in this motherfucker. Like, Brand should be the new king. Says so just like, who's he gonna fuck though? <laughs> Do you think they just made his wheelchair into this throne? Like, uh, like wheel, like make it like a little. Uh, like his throne is literally his wheelchair. Yeah. Like a like a locking bay yeah. into the into the throne. Sure. <laughs> Either that, or, the, or literally the his wheelchair is now his throne that they just wheel him around in all the time. I can make decrees from wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> He's always on the throne. 
Can't take it away from me, motherfuckers. All right. Was anyone else uncomfortable uh, <laughs> with the with the real life implications of Samwell? Uh, Samwell's idea of democracy getting shot the <laughs> fuck down by all the oligarchs. I thought it was perfect. It was it was funny. It was funny, but like thinking <laughs> about it now, I go, Ugh. and Ugh. you know, for that time and those people, it was very realistically. Yeah, you mean like 2019, where our elected leaders are yeah. basically just controlled by corporations? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's what made. That, like, I watched that and I'm like, ha, oh, that's too real. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I thought it was funny, I, and I thought it was perfect perfect joke for the times. And yep, got that from uh, Comic Con a while back. Uh, in case audience don't know, what we're talking about it's a little poster. They definitely will not know what we're talking about. <laughs> Visual gag on an audio podcast. So yeah, it was it was good. I'm sad that it's over, but at the same time, I was I'm really sad that all of the spinoffs now are going to be. Fucking stupid prequels. Yep. I do not yeah. care what happened a thousand years ago. No. I don't care about the origin of the bullshit shitty kids from Woody Land. I don't. Right. So it's better just leave old magic as old magic because when you try and explain that shit, that's you like get many chlorians. Let me tell my joke that I told online. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the problem with my ADHD is I forget that you told that joke. And so I just assume everyone on the internet has told that joke already. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm original and funny. I know you are. It's just. And what everybody wants is the, uh, you know, American Tale 2, Arya Goes West. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what we want. I mm-hmm. want uh, yep. I want Arya's adventures in West of Westeros. Yep. West of Westeros. I want her to just ride off into the sunset and just... You, she like did. You, well, yeah, I mean, right off. off. Steampunk yeah. adventure, wild, wild Westeros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And or... The wild, like, wild West. <laughs> Like, I want her to <laughs> sail her way into a new rebooted Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what I want. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. That was new great. Pirates of the Caribbean being, uh, she takes up the new name Sparrow Jane. It's great. And you know that she's going to have a good life because she Captain had that Jane same, it, it was very reminiscent of the first time she got on the boat and went to uh, sail off to become, the, find the many-faced god man. Sure. And yeah. she had the same thing and it was great. I thought it was perfect. What do you guys? I, we all watched this episode together. Uh, the battle at uh, the battle of Winterfell. Winterfell. We I think loved that episode, and I think yeah, from what being, I could see, it was great. <laughs> yeah, from the twenty percent of that we could actually. As far see. as yeah, as far as I could see, it was uh, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think the thing with that episode, I think it was a good ending for a few characters. I think Beric and Darian kind of got fridged hard. Like they had to come up with a way to kill him because he needed to die, <laughs> and they just picked one. <laughs> uh, I think Jorah's death was excellent mm-hmm. because he died uh, knowing, like he died, and as he died, he was like, "Do you love me now?" Nope, friend zone. Bye. Like, oh, poor Jorah. I I don't think there was a proper way to do the Night King's death. Uh, that would have satisfied people. No, and, I don't think so either. Because the, basically, the, the people are like, "Oh, it's too rushed." And these are the same people who are who are complaining that things are going too slow before. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm like, how is something they've been building up for for a thousand years too rushed? I mean, are you mad that he you didn't see him fight? Uh, he's never been shown himself to be a fighter. He's a yeah, necromancer right. who yep. will pussy stab people when he needs to. Yeah, but yep. that's about it. He's yep. not a fighter. He's not. 
doing Kung Fu Karate. I'm a little sad I didn't get to see his generals fight a little more, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And to all the people who were signing a petition to have HBO redo season eight. <laughs> Go suck it. First of all, let me just say off. let me just say this. Um, do they realize that the showrunners from day one, when they got greenlit to do Game of Thrones, sat down with George R.R. R. Martin, and George R.R. R. Martin told them how it fucking ends, so, and they based their show around that, and so the books are probably going to, while the story will probably be different, Bran will probably, in the books, Bran will probably be the king at the end. So guys, writing is hard. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying that these people that want him to redo it, it's like... Or they're going to be like, well, we're just going to wait for the books because those will be better. Well, George R.R. R. Martin already told him how it's going to end, so there you go. He actually didn't tell them how it was going to end until season four. But, yeah. Watch the interview. I will send you the video clip of them saying about when they first met with George R.R. R. Martin that he told them how it finished, how it, how it all plays out. I guarantee you. I promise okay. you. It's Ash. Ash? I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me a second, but I see where you where that came from. Were yeah. there any deaths that you guys were surprised at? Theon, really? Yeah, I, I wasn't. He, uh, I I was surprised that he died there. I wasn't surprised. I was not surprised that he died. I genuinely would have liked to see him die going up against Euron. Yeah, oh, yeah, Cersei. Mm, I'm fine with her dying like a bitch. I, I'm also fine with her dying like a bitch. He just asked if there were any that were surprising. That was surprising. Oh, okay, okay. I thought they were going to draw that out way more. Uh, mm, me, I, I suppose me too. So yeah, I'll give you Cersei. Yeah. I was surprised at, uh, what's her name? The interpreter. I can't think of her, how to pronounce her name. Missandry. Missandy. Oh my God. Missandy, yeah. Which, by the way, she was never on set for that death. I know, because they couldn't. Yep. Because it was in yep. view of people. Yep. So that uh, I wouldn't have ever guessed that just watching no, it. No, very well done with that, with inserting her with CG bullshitty magic. Yep. I was surprised at her. I was kind of surprised at Varys. I was especially surprised that Tyrion turned on him and told the queen. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of backfired on him anyways. But uh, I was surprised at that one. I don't think there's any other ones that were really... Super surprising. No. Uh, Daenerys got what she deserved, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm i kind of on board with the idea that this season it didn't feel like Daenerys uh, making that hairpin turn in, uh, in the episode The Bells was earned, but at the same time I'm like, <sighs> except like everyone important to her she has lost in the last three episodes. And I stand by the fact that when uh, Jorah and Missandei weren't there to kind of hold her yeah, back, that's, she that's was what I'm saying. kind of a psycho. She was... She killed all those cows. Yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna make you our bride. She's like, fuck you are. Yeah, she, she was on that slope a long time ago and just kind of, I think after those deaths, like you said, of Jorah and Missandei that... And listening to Tyrion and realizing that every time she listened to Tyrion, she kind of got fucked in one way or the other, but there wasn't anything Tyrion could have done to... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Were you surprised that John killed her? No. No. Mm. That makes sense. I wanted it to be Arya. No. I didn't. She wasn't on the list. Yeah. I know she wasn't on the list, but after after what Arya experienced in that episode and this, the, the whole... Honestly, I wouldn't mind if it was Sansa. Yeah. That's just not who she is. No, she wasn't even close, though. It would have taken her a month to get there. And... I... 
I'm talking theoretically of who would have done the deed, not oh. not like where she actually was, when it happened, how it happened. I'm talking about just who should have done it. So if she, I, you know, for just theorizing. Right. So she I was, just mean she's not a stabby person. No. She True. Doesn't, she doesn't do the stabby guy. No. No. She's real good at the machinations, though. <laughs> sure was. Uh, anything else from the... I loved Sansa this season. Yeah, she was uh, like a, a medieval hot version of Leonardo Leonardo from the Clerks animated series. Yeah, she was. Totally was. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Rob. It's exactly who she was, though. No, I I know. I'm just... <laughs> I can tell you my comeuppance will be neither swift nor entertaining. No, no, no. I will manifest in such a way that you will wonder whether the... Uh, sorry, my machinations will be... You will wonder if they're either manifest or the machinations of Leonardo, Leonardo, or a third thing. <laughs> Literally, Sansa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think it was too easy of her to be like... Uh, the North is going to separate into its own country thing, and everyone's just like, mm, okay. Well, as she said, that's how it's always been. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I suppose, yeah. Uh, I was just surprised that nobody else was like, well, in that case, then the Iron Islands are going to... I think I think at that point, they had already... They had all again, gotten on Sansa board. would have been like, sit the fuck down! <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I love it even more that it was her uncle. Yeah, just her bawling on Randall from from Outlander. Just it was my uncle, favorite. It was my favorite down. part of the entire episode. Oh, we laughed. Oh yeah, we just laughed. That's uh, great. I got a little. I got a little. I got. I got HBO props to when uh, the coffee cup incident happened, and then they were like, "Well, clearly uh, you were all wrong, or HBO was wrong." Blah blah blah. Cersei or Daenerys actually ordered a hot tea. Was, yeah, they were trying to be funny. It was stupid, and well, then they got. I thought it was funny. I think it's interesting bottle. how much free publicity Starbucks got from it, despite it not even being, being a, a Starbucks, Starbucks cup. cup. Yeah, yeah. it's just a generic fucking whatever yep. cup that looks like a Starbucks cup. Yep, because that's what catering is. It's not. I mean, it might have been Starbucks coffee, but yeah, I still thought HBO's com- little thing was funny. I don't care what you say, Rob. I thought it was funny. And the stupid water bottle. I was like, oh my god. You- <sighs> Yes, there are going to be mistakes. Yes, they they had some time to like pull those mistakes out, but it's like every, we can wh- find me a movie that doesn't have little mistakes like that. And it's like every time that would happen, like there would be the water bottle or there would be the the coffee cup. I would just to you know be like, what the fuck is this? The lair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, an entire like light kit that we left in a scene <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna fix that in post, Ian. We're- <laughs> we're thinking about having a contest where if people were able to spot every uh, like oops like that. Nobody right? made there, there'd be like a every prize. oops all berries moment. Yeah, nobody ever made the joke about my coffee cup sitting on my desk the entire time with my name spelt funny because it was because we couldn't obviously show whatever. But I just wrote like Matt Ricks like things that Rob had said in the outtakes. So I'd write well, that, that was plannedish. I know it was, but I'm just saying I'm the talking, things I'm talking I about said the in the outtakes. Daisies. I mean. Yeah, very few of my lines were actually planned. <laughs> my squiggly spooge. <laughs> squeedily spooge. Whatever. Yeah. I thought it was squiggly spooge. I heard squiggly spooge anyways. You made a choice that day. <laughs> sure did. I made an Invader Sim reference is what I did. Yeah. Oh, my squiggly spooge. 
So, uh, anything else from the last season of Game of Thrones? Butts, yeah. butts, butts, butts. Were there butts? No, not one. Not it one. Makes there me was, very angry. There was very. I don't think there was any nudity in the last season. I feel like there was a dick. I don't think there was a dick. I don't know. I don't think there was a dick. I don't think there was any. Nudity. I mean, we saw a bit of Arya's. Yeah, nipple. there was Arya nudity. Oh yeah, but was that? I still think that was there a was body some, double. And there was uh, some very, very mild. Brian of Tarth nudity. Yeah. yeah, I still, I still think that was an Arya body double. I don't think it was really her. Okay. Even though, I mean, she's twenty one when they filmed it. But See, I feel like you want it to be because then you don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, because I don't go by what the age they're supposed to be. I go by like they're probably in that world or probably eighteen, nineteen ish. Sure. You know, that she's not supposed to be 14 or whatever age she is in the books. I have no idea what age she's supposed to be at this point, yeah. yeah. And I think, the, I, to be fair, uh, the, sh- the TV show aged them all up. Because, I'm sorry, Rob, is supposed to, Rob Stark is supposed to be fucking 14 in the first season. Uh-huh, sure. With that glorious beard, bullshit. Yeah, well, maybe they can grow beards at 14. Yeah, I think they did too, and I I just go with what the age of the actor was, and I just assume that that's the age of the character, so I was okay with it. So, yeah, I just it was just the way it was filmed that when they showed her face, it was just like from like the clavicles up, and then when they showed her back, you didn't see her sure. face. You know, normally they just when they have shown nudity in the past, it's like you see whole body. Anyways, you know it's them. Right. I don't really care either way. It didn't make me feel uncomfortable. She was she was about to go into a battle. She wanted to get some. Let the fucking girl get some. She was making the smart decision. She's like, I'm not going to sit here and talk to you old farts. farts. I'm going to go get fucked. I'm going to have some sex because I might not be here tomorrow. So yeah. I'm going to go fi- finally get fucked. Also, like a badass, she turns Gendry down. It was not a body double, and she had no. full say on how much she showed. Really? Oh, really? Oh, right. It, the, so, was That's that why we from, only got a little bit of nipple. That was yeah, it. Just a little, little, little side action. Just, just a little. She wanted to keep action. it just a little sexy, but not not show all of it. Yeah. Where source for that? I'm just curious. Uh, it is. It was in an interview she did. Yeah. Okay. And this was on uh, Express. Okay. Cool. The clothing website. <laughs> yes, the clothing website. All right. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else? Are we kind of Game of Thrones doubt? Yeah, like overall, I'm glad it's done. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's a great show, and I'll watch it over and over and over and over and over again. I, I have to go back Probably and not going to happen. I might rewatch it once, but I'm I'm it's a it's a lot for over and over and over again. I'm working my way back through because I didn't I I've never actually seen the whole series yet. I've only seen yeah I know it's real bad. <laughs> well, now that I know how it ends, I'm I'm curious about uh, things like. So you know that the three-eyed raven, every time that there are ravens, that, that was obviously the three-eyed raven looking in, and then later on probably Bran after the three-eyed raven died. So I'm curious to kind of go back right. and pick up on those little things. like And see how, how often you see yep. ravens. Yep. And, yeah, yep. Kind of like in Thor, knowing that the ravens were uh, Odin. Hugin and, and Moon. And, yep, you know. yep, yep. Kind of just to see those little things, but I'm not going to watch it like I watch Band of Brothers or anything, but I'll watch it from time to time. Pretty excited for Watchmen. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last time. I don't know. Um, and I heard something else new that it... That I'm kind of excited for this His Dark Materials series. It's it's kind of after 
from what I understand, I saw something after we recorded our last episode. Oh, that the Watchmen series is after the movie? Yep. Yeah. Um, and that this, this group of Rorschach-esque people are kind of based off his, apparently his book, the notes that he left for the, the news kind of got out, and then people started sure. following it as kind of a cult thing. And, like, the police, the reason why, like, the police are, like, mashed up maybe is because they're trying to pay homage to the superheroes, but they're still the police, so... That's kind of a cool thing, and I'm excited to see shit. I can't think of her name. That's my mother. Nope. Nope. Um, Engelbert Humperdinck. Nope. Mila Josevich. Fuck, what's her name? She was in Southland. She no played idea. Lydia Adams. She was in the original TV show, 227. Uh, Still nothing. Um, but I'm starting to think this person doesn't exist. She does exist. I, I mean, he just said that she was in both Southland and 227. I'm real confused. So, um, Regina King. Oh, that makes total sense now. She was in 227. She was. And the funnier part was... I don't know either of these. It's like you're telling me that... uh, uh, 227 was a show that was on some Mid-80s. chance. Yeah. It's notable for uh, being Jack K. Jack K. Harry's uh, breakout yeah, role. Yeah, Regina King, Jack K. Harry, and a few other yeah. giants of the industry back then. Um, Regina Fairy. King is also in Watchmen. Yes, she's the one that I'm talking about. She's the one that puts I thought, the, you, I thought you had said a different name for some reason. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, so the funnier part about that is if you watch Southland, there's an episode where she plays detective and she goes and tries to talk to the suspect and the suspect's ill um, dementia-ridden mother is there and it's the lady f- that played her mother in that show. In 227. In 227. And when she opens the door, she goes like, Brenda? Which was her name on 227. On 227 yes. Sure. And I, nice. like, the first time I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. And the look on her face when they filmed it, apparently the story is, is that she didn't know she was going to say that. Oh. And so she's got this look of, did you just call me Brenda? <laughs> um so it was good. Um, I love Regina King. I think she's a great actress, and I'm excited to see her in, Tutu, or in Watchmen because she plays that badass cop that kind of pulls up the thing and starts kicking some ass. And here's words I never thought I'd say, guys. Don Johnson looks good in this. Yeah, he does. He does. That upsets me. I think. I Why? Think. I, I I have a weird like. I have a snobbish dislike of Miami Vice. That's okay. You can dislike Miami Vice. It's the sure. number one new show. <laughs> the movie was horrible. Horseshit. Oh, God. That god-awful. Fuck. It's so bad. Oh, it's the worst. It was I like, so boring. I like, I like Colin Farrell, and I love Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. So fucking boring. <laughs> Worse. I thought, I thought they it was... took it too serious. Oh, way too serious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. So anyways. But then, yeah, no, like, I... I yeah. No, not Miami Vice, not that other. Nash Bridges was the other one he oh, did. Fuck Nash yeah. Bridges. Yeah, I do not. 21 Jump Street, am I right, guys? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do actually remember 21 Jump Street. The movie or the TV show? He said. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I liked the movie. I thought it was kind of fun. No, I know. I know you did. I didn't hate it. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, Brie Larson in it. Oh, yeah, Brie Larson. Right. Did you know she didn't blink once in Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Really? really? She, like that was like her thing. Is she huh. never blinks? Huh. I'm gonna have to rewatch that now. It's on Netflix again. Sure oh well, is. then in that case, <laughs> I, I do really enjoy Scott Pilgrim. I'm surprised I don't own it on DVD. Hmm. 
Um, anyways, so nerd grabs. You guys got anything for nerd grabs? I have a couple things. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so my uncle and well, uh, my aunt and my her uncle. husband, uh, who is my uncle but by marriage. Um, anyways, they're moving out of their home in Apple Valley. They they're downsizing. They used to own a McMansion, but it's besides the point. Um, in Apple Valley. Yeah, in Apple Valley. They were in one of the gated communities. In There's real- no gated community in Apple Valley? That's Edina? Well, in one of the planned communities, I should say. Okay. From the 90s. They lived there. They had like a little McMansion out in one of those suburban right. spaces. They uh, downsized to only a four-bedroom, three-bathroom in St. Paul. Yeah, okay. How will they live? I know, right? How will they live? But enough of that. I, I actually genuinely really love them. They're, they're delightful humans. Um, but they're downsizing, and so they came by yesterday and dropped off some stuff for me. And they're like, you might like this. So I got a, a bastard sword. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is now hanging on our, uh, on our magnetic knife. <laughs> <laughs> What's where you put bastard swords? I, Joanna put it there. Yeah. <laughs> like she Good for picked her. it up and went... Funk. He also gave me a um, a German broadsword. Nice. Like, are they authentic? Are they replicas? Are they... Yeah, they're replicas. Oh, nice. Uh, the hilt is sort of a rapier style hilt, though. Mm-hmm. So when I when he sent me the picture, I'm like, oh, I have great uses for that. And then uh, turns out it wasn't a rapier. It's a German sword. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a German broadsword. Okay. Kind of have an idea in my. Do you, you know what from century? Um. No? I don't know what the replica is for. Okay. Yeah, no, but it's got like a, it has sort of a an ornate mm-hmm. guard on yep. it. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. That's the Charlemagne sword. Okay. The one with the the silver one with the white black cloth around it with the guard. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Charlemagne sword. Okay. Okay, not quite like that. But okay. Close. I'll show you pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and that's my nerd grab. Kevin. Kevin. Not really tangible. Uh, but I am going to be starting uh, DMing a Star Wars campaign. Yeah. Oh, cool. To, I still have to make my character. Which, uh, it, it, and we'll, which apparently we'll, Nick is going to be a part of, but I wasn't invited. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Kidding. I'm sorry. Did I spoil something? No, I mean, I was going to say which Nick is going to be a part of. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I haven't DM'd in a long time, and uh, it's gonna be fun. And I have all sorts of machinations of what I'm gonna do to them and for <laughs> them and <laughs> with them. And, <laughs> yeah, videotape them doing and yeah. So it's gonna yeah. be uh, taking place uh, post six, long pre uh, pre seven. Awesome, so. nice. You guys have an announcement to make, don't you? The two of you. Uh, I I figured we'd wait until after your nerd grab. My nerd grab is my house. I bought a fucking house. So cool. Well, by that I mean townhouse, but still. He bought a townhouse. I bought a fucking townhouse. It's got two porches and a patio. Townhouses are cool. Two decks and a patio, yeah. Um, it's great. It's got Everything two says decks two... and a patio. Thank you. Every time he says that, I think of two turntables and a microphone. That's why I keep saying <laughs> it. Way better than two girls, one cup. <laughs> way better. It's got two decks and a patio. That's why I keep saying it, because that's what I keep thinking, too, so... That's why I say it. Good stuff. I love it. I'm going to keep doing it that way forever. By all means, please do. That's that's my nerd grab. I haven't. I my other all my other nerd stuff has arrived, and yeah, you're not going to get much of anything for a little while. For a long while. 
I might. Oh, I might get some new tattoo work, but I've tattooed. Sure, work. sure. But that's a graduation gift to myself. So. Yeah. So yeah. So your announcement. Yeah. Kevin? Good build-up, guys. Good build-up. <laughs> no, nothing. All right. So um, I, I know we've hinted at it before, but <laughs> Kevin and I, uh, along with two of our friends from uh, Festival, Wilhelm and Micah, have been in discussions for the past few months. Uh, originally just the four of us trying to figure out if we could do it, and then now with uh, Minnesota Renaissance Festival Management, and uh, we have gotten the approval. Uh, we will be out at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival Barring any sort of weird thing involving contracts, contracts and whatever, uh, like like we we do have to give that disclaimer. <laughs> uh, but we will be out at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival as the Musketeers, and uh, Kevin will be Porthos. fulfilling a lifelong, Porthos, of course, yeah, fulfilling a lifelong dream, as, lifelong uh, to dream. be to be Porthos, and um, I'm gonna go find religion as Aramis, <laughs> which is. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's my favorite irony of this whole thing. Like, it's the best. But in all honesty, it actually works out really well because Aramis, well, yes, maybe he was religious. Did he really follow his religion? Not at all. Not even he a sure little did bit. later in life. Yeah, yeah later. later in life. But, but like, like when you think of, uh, when I think of Aramis, I think of like uh, his his ability to sort of like fight with his pious side and then his scheming girl chasing side. And I think he, he just was a, he was passionate in what he believed in yes. and he was a total slut. If that's yes. not Rob, I don't know what is. Exactly. I agree. And I was gonna say I was gonna say something very similar that he kind of justified what he did through his, his uh sluttery? Uh through his his passions. Oh, okay. Through his belief in, in you yeah. know, because even in the my one of my favorite Musketeer movies, the Walt Disney one, sure. even when he's you know adulterating, he kind of is like, well, Jesus or God forgives us in many different ways, and blah blah blah. Like he kind of justifies his bad behavior sure. through religion. Sounds like a Republican, but okay. <sighs> well, eh, sorry, I didn't mean to make that reference or that connection. <laughs> So are you guys basing your characters off of any particular Musketeer we're, we're version? We're specifically trying to aim more for the books. Book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. So for the, the D'Artagnan romances. Okay. So like the costumes are going to be your own little thing. Are you guys going to do the blue tunics, black? We're not going to do... Our, our tunics will be just white underneath. Uh, I think we're going to go for kind of a jerkin doublet sort of a thing. Yep. Okay. And yep. then we're not going to do the tabard. Uh, we're gonna do shoulder capes. Yep. Oh, kind of like and those are gonna match. Cool. Yep. Kind of like in the the British. Or no, BBC I Musketeer think. show. BBC is British. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of. I mean, they're gonna all have matching. We're gonna have matching, like probably blue, probably right. yeah, dark blue, blue, blue you know, caplets. You know, you know what I'm basically. talking about? Have you seen the show The Musketeers? I've heard of on it. The, uh, that was recently on the BBC. Yes. Yeah. We've been using that as a lot of our costume. Right, and uh, that's I love their I love how their capes are also kind of a cape, but it's also like a jacket. So that's why I was wondering if that was kind of the inspiration for the cape. A little, kind of like not. And I love their shoulder their shoulder things with the oh. their shoulder pauldrons. Yes, yeah, I love those things. Um, over the shoulder boulder holder. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, their muscles. so we are going a different direction with the costuming in that we're trying to Great. tailor the costuming mostly to the character. Are you gonna um, get? So for me, it'll be a lot of plain black, straight lines. Um, Hot. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, yes. I have a jacket that might work very well for you on cold days. Hmm? And I will, I'll get it. It's easy to get to. I, I mean, I'll, I'll have my capelet, but yeah. 
Right, but I don't know how how yeah. well insulating those things are going to be. A jacket might not be a bad idea. My sure. jacket that I made for my old Renaissance costume was based off a of priest Cossack, the old long black oh, priest okay. thing. So yeah, it's got yeah. like the collar. Um, nice, but it's cut. I cut it to a way that you can actually, if you're wearing a sword, you can get the sword through the jacket and still wear the jacket. Sure, it's pretty legit. I love that jacket. My mom helped me make it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. Are you are you gonna have like a kutrama like to, to specify which character you are? Like you might have like a, a yes. cross, or I'll you probably might... have a cross and a Bible. I'm gonna see if I can find a nice leather bound piece of prop work. I think I really am. I well, we can talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Kevin? Any, any um, specific specific pirate esque things you might do? Um, other I, than awesome sassers, sat, sat, I'm probably going to have a bandolier. Nice. Um, that's going to be kind of my thing. I I do have a silver dagger that I'm probably going to keep on me. Uh, nice. Well tied to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Safety. But I'm going to be kind of the the peacock of the group. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what you never. Nice. I based a lot of things that I did off of uh, Oliver Platt's. Porthos. Oliver Platt. <laughs> This is a sash I got from the Queen of America. There is no oh. Queen of America. I beg to differ, and I know her quite intimately. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, no. I, so like the the costume, the costumes are going to inform the characters. Uh, with Aramis, he's going to have very you know mm-hmm. more priestly, mm-hmm. uh, clean, straight lines. Yep. Yeah, he's going nice. to look more pious, but also because he's kind of the ladies' man of the group. Yeah. That's so he's going to have sharp, well tailored lines. I guess you're gonna can't have pink hair then, huh? Uh, no, I'm growing it out and I'm dyeing it back to normal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, will will be Athos, I'm guessing. Uh, will is going to be Athos. His costume is going to be a little shabbier, a little older because he's it's a bit of a dated knight, sure. if you yep. will. And, he is. and yeah, and Kevin Porthos is going to be flashy as fuck, and I'm super excited to see how yours looks. I'm excited for Me you guys. Me too. This, this sounds awesome. It sounds like right up yeah. alley. And then obviously you'll just pal around the streets and then yeah. hang yeah. out at Mark well, Big Cove a little bit. And, and we've come out. Uh, we've come up with uh, several different bits that we want to try. Nice. And obviously um, with street theater, there's always the opportunity to, for something new to happen that we're not expecting. Right. Yeah. Is it going to be more kind of comedic then? Yes. Okay. Uh, like as far as comedy, as far as the theatrical style goes, I personally am gonna. We're. I. I want to lean. I want the uh, the the characters to be informed by the books, but I want the theater itself to be more informed by like the forties and fifties films. Great, the Swashbucklers, yep. like the Douglas Fairbanks, the <laughs> good yeah, movies, like the Captain Bloods mm-hmm. and the three Mus- the original Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 74 Musketeers is also a great uh, adaptation. Is. I thought um, Very it's much a little so. less swashbuckly. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, and the Disney version. Um, just not the newest one. <laughs> and the Man in the Iron Mask. Ugh. We're and and that's that's, that's gonna, the older version. Yeah, but we're gonna they draw stayed, a lot of. They stayed more true to the characters from the books than that one. We're and we're gonna draw a lot from that too. Nice. Um, I like it. Yeah, that's super we're, awesome. We're drawing a lot of different inspirations. Not even just the books. Uh, we're also drawing some inspiration from other characters, other groups. Um, uh, we're in talks with the director to figure out how we can flesh them out a little better. Cool. And see what we can do. So great. That sounds really cool. So look for them at the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Best Reason Ever, Episode 84. You can find us on Awe, wherever you can find 
podcast stuff. You can, and if you like us, please find us on Facebook. You can like us. Please like us on Facebook or on Instagram. Follow us there or on Twitter. I'm sorry I don't post a lot on Twitter, but I'm horrible with Twitter. But follow us on Twitter. And if you like what, anything else you hear and want to he- see more of what we do, spoil the sword over, winner is you, you can find us on geekbynumbers.com. Anything else you guys want to promote? Plug? No, that's... Butts, uh... butts, butts, butts. Kevin's boops, got, boops. Kevin's got a butt thing. Rob's got a boop thing. Cool. That's All right. Weird. I feel like it's the other way around. Okay. Usually, yeah. yeah I go through moods, man. <laughs> He's in a butt mood. You're in a boop mood. It's cool. In the bees. All right. So it's been episode 84. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you on the other side. <sighs> see you, bye. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. Ha <laughs> ha